Hello and welcome to the Teach On Teach Strong podcast. I am on the last leg of the school year now, or half term as we call it here in our neck of the woods. Basically in the UK we break up our school year into three terms um, and then you have two weeks off between each term and then in the middle of those terms you get another week off. So basically (laughs) there are six half terms and this is the last half term now and the one break after this is our summer break. So I am quite excited. It has been a long road to get here, but it has gone fast as well. It's crazy, isn't it? How fast time flies. And I am soon to be wrapping up year number 13. And I'll come to talk to you more about that in a second. Before I get into that, I have been pondering over the future of this podcast recently. And I've been wondering whether to keep going and whether it's enough people are listening and it's useful for you and although we're not hitting any charts or breaking any records I know those of you that have found this podcast do value it and do appreciate it so for now I'll keep doing it just for you guys however if you could keep still doing your bit to spread the word in person or online about this podcast that would be great it is a lot of work while I'm teaching so the more people we can impact the better and the more worthwhile it feels. But I did also ask the Facebook group whether you still wanted episodes over the summer at least, as I know most schools are breaking up soon. And to my surprise, pretty much all of those who answered said yes to keep going all summer long. So I guess that's what we're going to do. If you do have any specific episode ideas for the summer months, please do send them my way. You can do that via the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teach on teach strong all are welcome just click a request answer the questions and i'll let you in or you can contact me by email at katie at teachersresourceforce.com Alrighty, so let's jump straight into today's episode and in light of another year coming to an end soon i thought it'd be quite fun to share with you 13 things that i have learnt in 13 years of teaching And this seems like a good time to do it because I am feeling that a change is going to happen in my career soon. I don't know what that will look like yet. I'll see what opportunities I can find. I'm not necessarily thinking of leaving teaching, don't worry. Uh, But I do want something different. I have come to need a further challenge now. Uh, So I don't know what that's going to look like yet. But... A change is happening soon, I can feel it. So I thought now's a great time to kind of summarise everything I've learned up to this point in my teaching career. I have taken some of these from previous podcast episodes where I've talked more in depth about my lessons that I've learned along the way. So I'll be sure to refer to those and post them in the show notes for you if you are interested in hearing more about these specific areas. So let's get right into the 13 lessons. Okay, lesson number one, and probably one of the most important ones is don't take things personally. (laughs) Okay, so I say I've learned this, but in all honesty, I do still struggle with this lesson. Even though I know it, it's hard to always apply it, you know? And it's really difficult to not take things personally when you give your heart and your soul to your school and your job and the kids, and then you feel like you kind of get kicked in the gut in return, right? (laughs) But we have to remember that we are dealing with people and people have mood swings and bad days. It's very rarely personal and tomorrow is a new day and things get better and things change and 
it's just something that we need to remember when things don't go away or someone's mean to us. Sometimes we do take that personally and think, after all I've done for you, how can you treat me like this? <laughs> but we have to remember, most of the time it's really not personal. So we just have to learn to let it go and be emotionally resilient in those cases. Number two, another really top lesson is it always gets done. It just does. It gets done. And this is one of my favorite mantras. And you can listen to episode 42 for more on this one. And I found I often get stressed out when I have an overwhelming amount of work to do at once. And so I repeat this mantra to myself because it's true. And I have 13 years of experiences to prove it. It always, 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 always gets done. No matter how hopeless it seems from the outside, you will always find a way to get it done. So breathe and just tackle one thing at a time. Okay, (laughs) that's a really important lesson. Remind yourself whenever you're feeling stressed out, it gets done. Number three, everything you're going through is preparing you for what you asked for. Everything you're going through is preparing you for what you asked for. And this is an important one to remember when you're going through a hard time at school. And you can listen to episode four for more on that. But I found I had some tough situations with students in my previous school that have made me a better teacher now. I also had tough situations with colleagues that I had to resolve. And at the time, I remember literally thinking, why is this happening? Why can't everyone just get along? Why do I have to deal with this? But I later realized that those skills I developed during those challenging times became helpful when I went for a promotion where I had to lead and manage people. And I know that will continue to be a valuable skill as I lead and mentor more staff in my career. So think about what you're going through that's tough. Is it colleague, students, awful lesson observations, horrible admin, whatever it is. If you go through it and learn the lessons, it will help you with what it is that you actually want to get better at. But you've got to go through the challenging times first in order to get better at things. Number four is human first, teacher second. Back in episode nine, we talked about this important lesson. It can be so easy to get obsessed with the job and the work that needs to be done that people can forget they're dealing with humans who have feelings and are dealing with tough times. No matter how difficult things are with you and the people you work with, try and remember that they're humans before they are teachers. So check in on your colleagues and make sure they're okay. Make sure they feel appreciated. Make sure they know that you care. Do what you can to help them out, even if they don't ask you or they say no at first. Offer to cover the lesson. Let them go out for a pee. Bring them a coffee. Remember that they're humans. And hopefully that will encourage people to do the same for you in return because you're human too and you need those things as well. Number five, it's you versus you. No one else. This was brought up in episode 11 and it's an important one if you struggle with comparisonitis. (laughs) I used to compare myself a lot to other teachers in the beginning of my career, especially if you're around people who like to brag on themselves, you know. Charlie never misbehaves in my lesson. <laughs> oh, well, he did in mine. You know, or you can see that that teacher's done amazing things to their room and yours looks like a tornado hit it twice. It doesn't matter. You're not them, nor do your students want you to be them. Be you. 
There's no point in comparing yourself to anyone else. There's no one else like you. So it's just you versus you. Just try and be better than the person you were yesterday. That's it. Number six, set boundaries. Mm, In episode 19, boundaries are essential for self-care. We talked a lot about this. Some important boundaries you could set include when do you refuse to look at your emails in the evening? Uh, What is the cutoff point? I've played with both, looking all night (laughs) and then cutting off at 5pm. Guess which one was better for my well-being, you know, and nothing bad happened if I didn't check them all night long, the world didn't end, no one died, it was fine, just check them in the morning, it's not a big deal, right? But hey, that's down to you, if you're happy checking them all night or you need to, that's your business, but the point is, set boundaries. And if you're okay with checking them all night, be aware of that. Don't just get caught up in it. Be really clear on what you accept and what you don't accept. It could also be thinking about the latest time that you're willing to go home. Or what about not saying yes to something out of pressure, but responding with, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. Teachers will do anything to help. And so unfortunately, that makes us very easy to be taken advantage of. Boundaries are essential, so make it clear what yours are so you can live in a happy zone. Number seven is have lunch. Oh my gosh, I'm still trying to learn this one or implement this one, I should say, but I do know it's important. Many days I can be too busy to eat or prepare lunch, but the truth is I don't always make it a priority when I know that I should. How can we expect to have the energy to get through the afternoons if we don't fuel up? Just make an effort. It's worth it. It really is. Eight, keep a kettle in your room. (laughs) As an avid green tea drinker, I have to have a kettle nearby. Especially with the amount of talking that we do all day, there's just something comforting and soothing about a hot drink. Not to mention, if you choose healthy drinks, you'll feel even better. So I recently discovered the power of matcha green tea, which is taken things up a notch for me as well it's not the yummiest but with some honey I can enjoy it and the energy boost it gives me is insane apparently matcha tea has four times more caffeine than coffee or something but it's it's the good kind that doesn't give you a crash afterwards apparently it's just really good and I wouldn't be able to live on that if I didn't have a kettle in my room so yes kettles easy fix that makes a big difference Okay, number nine, it's just a job. Mm -hmm. Another one that's easy to say and hard to live by. And while we give our hearts and souls to this job, I don't think it should come at the sacrifice of our personal lives and relationships. You know, and when you find teaching is becoming all you think and talk about, and you find yourself getting emotionally invested in it too much, just stop and put things into perspective. It is just a job. Yes, you can love it. Yes, you can do well at it. But there's got to be a cutoff point. And if it's starting to affect other areas of your life, you have to pull back a bit and just say, you know what, it's just a job. Step back. Everything will work out. It will be okay. But it's just a job. All right. Number 10. To-do lists are everything. (laughs) I don't know how people function without to-do lists. I really don't. There are just so many things to juggle and keep on top of with teaching that I cannot hold it all in my head. I make maximum use of to-do lists and it keeps me on top of it all. I have not missed a deadline in years since implementing my new system. 
And so what I do now is I keep all dates and events and deadlines on Google Calendar and I keep my regular to-dos on a daily basis on a whiteboard using the quadrant method I talked about in episode 25. Whatever system you use is fine. I do advise keeping all your to-dos in one place though so you don't get too confused. So if you make notes of them on post-its, make sure you then transfer that to somewhere central, like it could be Google Calendar or it could be anything else, any notebook or system you use. But when you have to-do lists floating all over the place, it's really hard to stay on top of it. But yes, couldn't do it without a to-do list. Number 11, tidy up as you go. I'm a very tidy person and to others... I think it looks like I spend an obsessive amount of time picking up and organising, <laughs> but I don't. I just tidy as I go. It's really easy remembering a few key tips. And you can hear more about how I do that in episode 71, how to keep your space organised all year long. And also episode 126, how to declutter. So I'll give you lots of tips on how to keep tidy and organised without investing hardly any time at all, really, in those two episodes. Number 12 don't put up with crap. If you don't feel happy where you work and no one around you seems to care or is making an effort to make it better, don't feel that you need to stick it out and believe that that's just teaching, in air quotes. That is not just teaching. It's not the same in every school. So if you find that you're burning out and you're not enjoying your job on a long-term basis, not just some days here and there, I mean long-term then get out of there and start looking for new opportunities. That school you're in now is not the be-all and end-all. And if you're not loving it, before you quit and think, this is teaching, I hate teaching, no, give another school a go. I can speak from experience. (laughs) I had that exact same thing. Previous school, I was like, no, I don't think I can do this anymore. I'm tired. The kid's behavior is just absolutely atrocious. I'm tired, it's been eight years, I'm tired, I'm tired. But then I came to a new school and it wasn't anywhere near as bad and I was kind of uplifted again. So the school is not teaching, if you see what I mean. Try a few other places before you decide that you're out, okay? I don't want the profession to lose good teachers. We're already losing them in droves. So before you quit, make sure that you've tried a different school. Don't put up with crap, okay? Number 13, the final 13, is a really important one. It is look for the good. There will probably, almost undoubtedly, unfortunately, be hard times in every single day. Things will frustrate you. Things will go wrong. Someone will probably upset you or offend you in some way. You will feel overwhelmed with all the things that you have to do. But... If that's all you focus on and that's all you talk about, you probably will hate your job. And that will be in any job you're in, not just teaching. That's a mindset thing. The mind really has more power than we give it credit for. So start looking for the good instead. If you need to write it down to remind you, then do that. If you have a a trusted friend that you can share the good experiences with, then do that. It is a game changer for your well-being and mindset. So even though bad things happen, try not to focus on them too much. If you cannot talk about them, that's even better, unless it's a real problem that you're having that you need advice to help solve. Other than that, if it's daily niggles of things that have annoyed you, don't give them any more power than they already have over you by talking about it. And I know because I do this too, I'm speaking to you as if I was speaking to myself, really. Just 
don't do it. It's, it doesn't help, doesn't make anything better. Misery really does love company and all you're doing is making yourself and other people around you miserable. So keep focused on the good. And it's great if you have a friend that you can do that with. So you can make a pact to say that, can we just focus on the good? Let's just try it for a few days and see how we feel. And make them hold you accountable. If they, if you start getting negative, make sure they say, remember, look for the good. And really use each other to do that. And if you don't have anyone at school, it doesn't really matter. It's actually probably even easier because then you won't have anyone to moan to. And then you can just keep a little journal writing positive things down to yourself. So there you go. Those are my 13 things learnt in 13 years of teaching. I'm sure I have loads more, but I'll leave some for you because I would like you to let me know some of the lessons that you've learnt in as many years that you've been teaching. And it'd be great if we had them all in one central place. And I think the best place for that is in the comments section of the blog post, which you can find at teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 136 and there's comment section there if you could just write your lessons learned that'd be amazing and then we can share ideas together all right so if you found value in this podcast as always please share it with a teacher friend and leave a review on itunes thank you so much for those of you who have written some amazing reviews recently i did read them and i cherish everyone your words are beautiful thank you so much and i'm so glad that this is helping you that really does give me inspiration and motivation to keep going knowing that it helps you so that's it for now teach on and teach strong guys and i will catch you next time bye